0: after school snacks and join us as we take a bite out of the little apple i am one of your hosts katie weavey and
1: i am becky goff and this is little apple bites podcast today we have bethany melissa and hannah from the boys and girls club of manhattan joining us on the podcast welcome
0: guys thank Thank you you. let's first tell us a little bit about yourself so
2: Yeah, I'm Hannah Koash and I'm the CEO at the Boys and Girls Club. I've been with Boys and Girls Clubs now for 15 years, so I get to support
3: all of our programming that happens around Manhattan and Wamigo. I'm Melissa Solden and I'm our Director of Resource Development. My favorite thing about my role is I get to tell the story of Boys and Girls Club through donor relationships and our special events that we have.
4: I'm Bethany Fritzen, director of events and PR. Um, I love the work I do. I do get to take a lot of photos with the kids having fun during club time and it's just real special to plan our events as well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it's so nice to see, like, uh, like programs like Boys and Girls Club where you can take your kids after school and, uh, you know, not have to worry about them. And you guys do a lot of great things. Um, I know that I think most people know, uh, like that the boys and girls club has after school programs but they don't know everything that you guys provide and what you guys can do so i'm excited
1: yeah so first question that we have before we get into like the meat of what boys and girls club is about is what do each of you feel makes the little apple special to you
2: yeah, so I love the Little Apple Manhattan. Um, I just moved back here about a year ago, and I think what makes it really special for me is that it feels so youthful because we have all of the college students here, um, especially
3: in our work. We work with a lot of college
2: students, so mm-hmm. I think it just always makes you young at heart. So that's like one of my favorite things about this place.
3: When I think of the Little Apple, I mean, happiness to me comes to mind because Normally when you see me, I enjoy smiling so much, and I think that that's what this place does, is through the people that are here, and as Hannah said, the, the youthfulness that you feel by having and yeah. being close to a college, and then the excitement that we have in our community, whether it's through athletics or just different things, like even the support that we have at the club for the people that are around us. It's just so awesome to watch people being being happy here in Men happiness. What makes it special to me, um, I've been here about nine years
4: now, and just seeing the community that um, my husband that's, has worked in for 25 years and bringing our family closer for a shorter commute and just the community of Manhattan is special
0: yeah i think that that definitely makes it special it is the little apple but uh there is so much to do here and uh it really is like uh so youthful with the college and everything and uh it's a really cool place to uh just be around and be around that scene and so Uh, What brought
2: you guys all to Manhattan? Yeah, so I went to college here um, a few years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Only a couple. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, And then, so I was able to start working at the Boys and Girls Club at that time, um, worked there all through college, and then uh, moved to the Kansas City and Lawrence area was there for about 10 years and then decided to circle back here because uh, this place has kind of just always yeah. felt like home to me.
1: All right, Melissa.
3: Yeah. So, we'll go in. I'm a proud 05 graduate! <laughs> 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 that's <really laughs> funny, that's very that's <laughs> but uh, I come from Kansas City, originally, so Lenexa, Kansas, and so when I came to K-State, um, It really is that sense of place. Immediately when you come here, you feel included and you you want to belong here. And so when I went through college and was deciding where I wanted to go, I had an opportunity to work at GTM Sportswear my love is with kids and uh, sports, and so my first opportunity dealt with, kind of more of that sport side, but I was outfitting kids, and now I get to um, come and help kids every day. So my daughter is a club kid, and it's awesome to see her come through the doors. She's, uh, when I started, she was three, and um, so to watch her now get to be, club kid has been really special but yeah just from going to college here and then the community that's what's kept me here in manhattan
1: and bethany you kind of already mentioned this in your intro that family is what brought you here your husband potentially but tell us a little bit about how that happened how did you come to manhattan
4: well um we decided to have a little a little one who's now eight, so not so little anymore. And uh, the commute every day, six days a week, was going to cut off about two hours of spending time with our family since we're from Topeka. So we just packed up and headed west
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i totally understand the whole moving closer to family a lot of my family still is around here so it's really nice to yeah have that ability to to spend time with family and have that quality time instead of that commute that's taking up most of your time so yeah it's been great how did you get started with boys and girls club which that's a little different than how did you get to manhattan so I know you've kind of touched on it, guys, but can you give us more specifics of what drew you to Boys and Girls Club? To how, how did you get that start in there?
2: Yeah, so I started when I was 18 years old at the club. I was looking for just a part-time job after moving here for college and, you know, I had always really enjoyed working with kids. I had worked um, in a different after-school program um, through high school and so when I moved here it was just kind of a natural fit. So went and interviewed and um, luckily they hired me. and. Uh, I got really hooked on the mission and like what we got to do every single day and uh, worked in the operations side while I was here and then moved over to resource development worked on grants a lot um, for the last eight years, and then I was able to kind of mold both of those worlds, my operations and my resource development brain, and be able to kind of do the job I get to do now. So it's been a really cool adventure. You know, I started out making like $7 an hour as a program leader, and I've now been able to become the CEO here. So it's been a really fun, crazy adventure. And then, Melissa, you said you
0: started working at TTM Sportswear, and that's where you found kind of your love to work with kids.
3: Yeah, so kids in sports was a mm-hmm. passion and something I knew I wanted to do in my profession. Um, through GTM, I had the opportunity to attend a Boys and Girls Club event. They sponsored an event, and my sister and I went to, I don't even know what number it was, Casino Night, but one of the earlier years, um, and then that had always stuck, so every year it was like, when's Casino Night going to happen, and then... Um, when duck bash started at hy-vee they would have ducks that you could adopt so every time when i was checking out i'd be like i need to go grab some ducks to make sure i can get entered in to win and so one of our board members at the time um she had shared about the position hoping she's like you know some of that stuff that you like to do that you sign up for on the side or that you attend you could actually do that as a job and so she shared the role with me, and from reading the description, it was just something that I felt yeah. like I would be so excited to be able to do. And then, like I said, now my little girl goes here, so the stories that she brings home has just been tremendous. And even that Duck Dash that mm-hmm. I... Uh, Adopted one of my first ducks with was in my uh, nightstand. <laughs> the Adoption form. Oh my gosh, this form is still here. So that
1: <laughs> That's was- awesome. Yeah. All right, Bethany. So how did you come to decide to join Boys and Girls Club and the crew there?
4: Well, funny story. I saw a Facebook post from my Friend Melissa Solden, <laughs> that was sharing about a job opportunity opening up um, with the Boys and Girls Club of Manhattan, and at the time uh, it was part time. I was really excited, so I put my bid in, and I got a call, and they were like, "Well, it's you. Do you want it?" And I was literally pulling into my other job, and I was super excited. I was like. Hey. <laughs> you thing anything you do. And I was like, oh, today's the day I get to tell myself, because I was my own boss at that time, that I quit. <laughs> so it, it was really fun. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so then... Um... You talked a little bit about, like, you're passionate about uh, the Boys and Girls Club mission. What is uh, their mission and what, what do you guys do?
2: Yeah, so our mission is to enable all young people, especially those who need us most, to reach their full potential as productive, caring, responsible citizens. Um, I mean, that mission I think says it all of like, mm-hmm. you know, we focus on kids that really need us in our community. Um, what that looks like is before and after school programs. So. We have programming going on every day. We have programming that happens all during the summer as well. So um, it's a really great opportunity for parents to be able to send their kids somewhere safe um, and be yeah. able to engage in really great activities, uh, talk with mentors, be able to be able to work with um, their peers and get some really great socialization time. We focus on academic programming, uh, healthy lifestyles programs, and then good character and citizenship. So we're really just trying to make really great humans. <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. love it. <laughs> it's
0: very cool. I think, uh, you know, especially like in today's world, I think it's so important to have a safe place where you know your kids are being taken care of. And not to say Manhattan's not a safe place. I think Manhattan overall is a pretty safe <laughs> big town. But uh uh, it is really important to like know where your kids are and just have that, like, kind of peace of mind, I would think.
1: Yeah, yeah. that I would say that kind of reassurance that you know your kids are doing something responsible and mm-hmm. don't have the opportunity to choose that bad decision.
2: Yeah, which yeah. Some kids I work might. with them a lot on you know how to make really good friendships and how to mm-hmm. choose your friends wisely and how to make good decisions as they grow up. You know, we get them when they're little kindergartners and we get to watch them all the way through through high school and then a lot of them come back and work for us too Uh, so we get to see them through college and the rest of their lives so it's really cool to watch a kid kind of go from five years old until 25
0: yeah
2: yeah that's awesome
0: and so what all do you guys do uh you know with after school programs I know my husband was joking he coaches uh like a kids soccer team club soccer team and he's like these kids are always so tired and uh they just told me they got back from boys and girls club I'm like what are you doing here and so uh, I'm curious to know like what all do you guys do with the after school programs
2: like do you just play you know what all goes into that yeah so we do a lot of really engaging um, programming so even though academics is one of our focuses we try to really make it not like school Mm -hmm. Um, so we try to really get the kids active so you know they may be playing like basketball and somehow it's also a math game so they're getting a lot of learning components but they're also still having a ton of fun while they're here. So we really do try to keep a lot of the activities up and moving around. Um, During the summertime, you've probably all seen our group go to the pool Mm -hmm. um, or take over the pool. (laughs) Um, So we do love to get them outdoors um, during the summertime. So they get to do a lot of activities there. We also partner with a lot of community agencies and they're able to go participate you know, at the Discovery Center or at the zoo. So we try to really get the kids out and about and doing some fun things. We also have a gymnasium at our uh, 5th Street location, so I would say that's one of the favorite things is to just kind of go play in the gym and have fun with one another. So uh, it just depends on the kids. Some kids love that type of thing. Some kids like the art room where they get to draw and paint. Um, it just really depends on the child, and we try to um, support each kid in whatever they're really interested yeah. in. And that's cool that
0: there are like things like the zoo and Flint Hills Discovery Center that you can take them out into the community and show them what the community has to offer
2: as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really good for them to get engaged with other community agencies and then be able to learn about you know what other types of jobs they may want to do someday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, Melissa, you mentioned about Duck Dash yeah. and kind of that tie for you. So we're two days out from your Duck Dash event. Can you tell us kind of more about what Duck Dash
3: is and maybe how people can still participate in this year's event? Yes. So we are in our ninth annual Little Apple Duck Dash. And this year's event, we're super excited. We were able to partner with a A&H Farm. So our event will be out there. And the event will go from 12 to 4, and so there'll be live music that we'll be setting up. Um, one of the things that's exciting is we're working on adopting our duck so we can open up the uh, maze that's out there. So um, we're excited for you all to hope we get to experience that. So that will be something from 12 to 2. Um, and if you haven't seen it yet, make sure to go to A&H Farm and our web page to check out what this special maze is. I'll leave that as a surprise. Yeah. Us. Go do. Go check out <laughs> what the shape of the maze looks like because it's, it's something that we're excited to uh, be able to have. And then, um, Um, Yeah, at the farm that day, it'll be the farm activities, live music, and then you can still get involved by going on and adopting ducks at littleapple-dot-com. We'll have ducks available until 1 45 on sunday to adopt online um of course come visit us at the farm earlier that day and you can adopt ducks on site and we'll have our duck dash swag available so if you have been seeing any of those cute duck hats around town make sure to come and purchase one because uh they're only out one time a year during duck dash season <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a super fun day, uh, working to get to our goal of 5,000 ducks, so jump on today at Little Apple Duck Bash and adopt it, and come join us on Sunday from 12 to 4. Awesome. Yeah, that's so exciting. Last year I got to see it
1: when you were out on points for third Thursday. So I'm excited to see the change this year being out at h A&H Farms. But it was so cool to see like the crowd of people that was like standing around waiting. Like, is my duck going to be that duck that gets pulled when it comes through? Like, is mine going to be the winner? So that was really cool to be able to watch that last year. That was my first time actually seeing that happen. So this year should be very interesting to watch, especially since you. We've got kind of a, a different place for everyone to show up it'll be that different crowd and maybe there'll be more kiddos that are going to be out there this year with it being on a Sunday so
3: that's what we're excited to really have a family fun event and um, it'll be free as well so that's something that we're super excited about uh, the other thing is we quacky we posted a video earlier this week of quacky going down the slide so that is how we are going to race our ducks out there so make sure to check that out one it's hysterical watching our duck go down the slide (laughs) You might have to see that name maybe we'll put some surprises in that duck and people can guess just Went down the slide in <laughs> quacky. Oh, my goodness! Well, quacky had a blast going down, so check out that video because that's how we we'll little race our ducks sits here yeah. um, out there at one of their big slides. So right.
1: I can only imagine what quacky looks like in that video. Now I'm gonna have to go watch because um, <laughs> Melissa, if you remember a couple weeks ago for quacky hour, we had quacky out and Quacky ran to the best of their ability down the sidewalk in front of Manhattan Brewing Company and that was hysterical in itself to see that happen so can't wait to go check that out
0: yeah that'll be really cool to see
1: so you said ducks are available online until 1 yep. that day yep. so if you're in person what is the cutoff time? Uh-
3: Yep, so everybody's cutoff is at 1.45. So one of the things that's been really fun to add um, excitement to the event is we race the ducks in heats. So starting at 2, we'll start our first heat. And out of that, then there's a winner that will be produced. And so we'll announce that online. We'll have um, some ways out at the farm that will showcase that to the people that are live there. Um, It just creates, like... How cool is it to see, oh, Becky's duck just going, how cool. It's up for the, the prize. So Right. Um, yeah, it's something that we did last year, and it created a whole bunch of excitement around the race.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Melissa, well, do well, you, you some... want to share about the prizes? <gasps> yes. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, <laughs> of course.
1: How can we forget the prizes? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the first place prize
3: is the 2023 truck is at Br- so if you go past Briggs right now, it is parked in the... In, their, in the inside of Nissan. It's a white 2023 Nissan truck. Um, you'll get a one year lease of that truck. Um, so super awesome that Briggs does that. This is the third year that they've helped us um, with a truck. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. The first prize. Our second place prize is awesome as well. So local businesses have donated items to put together a community basket that's valued at over a $1,000. So what? tons of Cool stuff oh my gosh. in there from um, lots of our local sponsors, and then our third place prize: Manhattan Town Center and. I want to go. I'm almost positive that for all nine years they have kindly been a prize sponsor of this, and so they continue to do a five hundred dollars mall gift card for us. So,
1: Wait, uh, so okay. third place gets a five hundred dollars <laughs> shopping spree at the mall.
4: like how can you How
1: do you say no to that? Yeah, that sound awesome. great. yeah, exactly. And
3: last year when we got? So, one of our favorite days of beer is the Monday right after when you get to call the winners. <laughs> and so last year, our first place prize, she had just gotten married. And start a new job and then she found out that she won this one year lease of a truck. So we got to gift her or share with her that she was a prize winner. So when she taped the video it was so much fun of going out there and picking up the truck. And then our third place prize was a student that then was getting new clothes for school. So, um, it's always fun too to get to hear. The, win- the story of the winners.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's super awesome. And then, uh, what, uh where like all the proceeds the fundraising that goes into Little Apple Duck Dash uh, what do you guys do with that how does that help
3: yeah so we're very proud that every duck that is purchased um, does go back to all of our members and programs so it will help with anything from scholarship requests that come in to program needs that we have throughout the year to we love this time of year that this event is because it really sets up the success for the school year of needs that come in
0: very cool. Well that sounds good. And then, uh, I know that... You know, there's a million ways people can help, and, you know, a lot of people go straight to, like, having to volunteer or take time out of their day or money, but uh, there's definitely other ways that we can help out in the community, and so what are ways that people can help uh, Boys and Girls Club and their mission?
4: Um, we do a lot of mini-events um, throughout the year as well. Um, coming up in October, we will have Bingo over in Wamigo. The Colombian theater—that should be a fun night. Um, we just like for you to come support as many of our events as you can, even if you can't do it monetarily. Your presence—we love having you there. Um, of course. All of our information can be found on our Facebook page, um, which is Boys and Girls Club of Manhattan, and we do have a website as well that lists out all of our events, um, how you can get involved as a volunteer, Um, and it's bgclubmanhattan.com, so any of those sites, or you can reach out to us, you know, we're on the internet, call us. Say hey, what can I do? Well, we'll find something, yeah.
0: That's awesome, yeah. So, bgclubmanhattan.com that's where you can find out more about that. You can find more out about Little Apple Duck Dash on littleappleduckdash.com, correct? Okay, um, but yeah, I really appreciate you guys taking the time, uh, to talk to us and tell us more about Boys and Girls Club.
2: Thank you so much for having us, yeah. Thank you guys.
0: Alright Becky, it's time for the news. Let's talk about what's going on uh, this week and weekend. Uh, starting today is praise fest praise fest if
1: you're not familiar with it is a three-day festival held here in manhattan at seco park Um, they start today with kind of a volunteer event there can there is more information (laughs) that you can find at praisefest.org and then on saturday is their big concert day Uh, opening Mm -hmm. acts actually start at one o'clock on two of their side stages and then at about seven o'clock their headliner comes on and this yeah. year they have big daddy weave coming into town so they'll perform usually about an hour and a half worth of music the headliner does and it's all free the only thing you have to pay for is if you want to buy something from one of the vendors so it's a pretty cool event
0: very cool and
1: um, then i forgot sunday they have church in the park so okay come back out sunday and you can have that church service in the park with you know, a couple thousand of your friends and <laughs>
0: neighbors from Manhattan. So very cool. Yeah. So uh free concert sounds like a good deal. Yes. Uh also Saturday is uh the Junction City Police Department Summer Block Party. Uh that's gonna be happening from five to eight PM so um that'll be very cool. They have free food, drinks, um a dog tank, car show, lots of things to do, right? Right. So that's at Heritage Park in okay. Junction City. I've actually went the last couple
1: of years. It's really cool. They have a couple of their departments that come out and do a demonstration. Like their canines come out, and they usually get one of the other officers to volunteer to wear the bite suit. Okay. And actually show you how they're... How they tell their dogs to do something when maybe someone's not complying with what they need them to do. And okay. then they also have their tactical team come out and kind of show how they do a little bit of their job too. And sometimes they'll throw a little flashbang out there for people to see what those do <laughs> because they'll throw those into houses sometimes if someone's uh-huh. not being as cooperative to come out. And so it's just kind of a little bit of this is what they do. And yeah, free food at that event. So you can't beat it. There's usually pizza yes. and hot dogs. Dogs, so you can always count me in for
2: free food. <laughs> there
0: you go. There you go. Uh, and then Sunday uh, we talked about it a lot. Uh, earlier with our friends but uh little apple duck dash is going on a and h farms uh that's going to be from 12 to 4 for the uh boys and girls club um so again you can find out more information on that at littleappleduckdash.com um and we obviously highly recommend yeah checking that and
1: there's out. still time to mm-hmm get yourself a duck and get a chance to win one of those prizes they talked about earlier so i mean that's pretty cool yeah and the money goes to a good cause so why not go ahead and you know make that donation get that duck and Maybe you'll get a prize in the end. Yeah. And then coming up next week on Thursday, it's the second to last of the third Thursdays here in downtown Manhattan. I know most of us try to make a make a little bit of time to go over there on Third Thursdays, sometime between five and eight, and walk around, see the vendors. I mean there's craft vendors, some of them have candles, some have lotions, some have artwork, and then there's also sometimes uh local musicians that will be out and about on the sidewalks so you can hear just a little bit of that local music going on and then always there is the crowd favorite of the bourbon and baker cakewalk have you ever been to that yet katie i actually have
0: not which is embarrassing (laughs) but i (laughs) need to go uh i i really need to go because uh there's only one more after this one so uh yeah and from what i hear and all my coworkers tell me it's a lot of fun uh we're always out there dj dan is always out there uh like facilitating the cakewalk and so um, it is a lot of fun and there is there is a lot of vendors and things to take a look at while yeah. you're there. And that cakewalk is
1: at six thirty. And I will tell you, Katie, if you want to be able to participate in that cakewalk, if you're not there by <laughs> six thirty, you are out of you're luck. You're out of luck because everybody shows up usually five to ten, ten minutes beforehand, gets their spot on one of the squares, and you know only one person's number gets picked each round. So there's only one opening after okay. that first set gets filled up. So and it runs pretty quick, like. Like we're usually Sarah. done within about 10 to 15 minutes. So, no being fashionably late. No. no Got to be early to be on time. Otherwise, you're just going to miss out, so. All right. All right. And I am noticing that we kind of forgot to mention, um, tomorrow <laughs> is uh, K-State football. So, yes. Um, tomorrow's K-State football game is actually out of town, which is probably why I didn't really remember it when we first started talking about events, because it's not here for us to enjoy. It is at Missouri missouri Mm -hmm. at 11 not sure where you can watch it on tv but i know that our sister stations uh running the audio on that yes
0: 107.9 uh they broadcast all of the k-state games so uh you can listen to it there uh starting at 11 a.m against mizzou um or you can always of course watch it uh but uh don't forget. Uh, your tailgating favors you can still tailgate at home against the exactly. zoo exactly
1: <laughs> yeah and then coming up on the 23rd k-state will host um the university of central florida and that game time has yet to be announced mm-hmm. as of right now obviously after we post this they'll most likely announce that time frame so just kind of keep an eye on com to figure out that time frame for that next home football game for k-state and you know just always remember when you're out there Celebrate responsibly. Yes, yes, very important. We don't want to have to report about something you did, you know, we don't want to have to talk about that on our podcast.
0: Yes, and then uh, the next weekend after that, Saturday the 30th, um, you can listen to our podcast and you can also attend Fall Apple Days, uh, so I've also never been to that either, I feel like so, I'm very new to these community events. All right, well, so Fall Apple Days is actually on Fort Riley,
1: okay. but anybody can go, It's not limited to people that live on Fort Riley. Anyone can go. So you could go have fun. Like, there's a bunch of different activities. Uh, Years past when I've went, they've had... Things set up where you could like actually shoot one of their guns obviously oh. using blanks at mm-hmm. a target that sort of thing they've got it all set up and barricades so that nobody is being unsafe and you know they've got all of the things to make sure you're safe with that there's also demonstrations by a whole bunch of other things usually the bigger in one band is out there and, and usually it's the rock band that comes out and plays some music it's usually a pretty fun time and then um, they also sell Slices of apple pie. Now, it's not just any apple pie. Okay. This is, like, special apple pie, <laughs> which sounds funny. Um, so, of they course. actually have the recipe from Libby Custer. Okay. So, Libby Custer's special recipe. So, like, there's secret ingredients that only a very mm. few people know. And they make... Hundreds of pies. Okay. So they've already unfortunately the pre order to like take home a whole pie has already passed. Like oh, we wow. missed that this year. So <laughs> we're gonna have to pay attention next year to yes. get a whole pie. Um but they'll be selling pie by the slice. Okay. At the festival and it is delicious. If you like apple pie, like it's Yes.
0: I don't I, I, don't know what
1: the secret ingredient is, but so, it's so
0: good. So Becky's recommendation, uh, listen to our next podcast right. that comes out that Friday on your drive down to Fort Riley. Attend Fall Apple Days, get a slice of apple pie. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a pretty good day. Yeah, it is a pretty good day. So, yeah, that should be, you know, pretty good.
1: And then, you know, we're working to get that next guest in the studio to mm-hmm. record for next time. And we're looking forward to Hopefully. Telling you a little bit more
0: about Manhattan
1: Fire Department.
0: Yes. uh, I'm very excited to have some of the fire department come in and talk to us about uh, more of what they do on a day-to-day basis. Um, Obviously, what uh, they do for the Little Apple and makes that community special. but I believe they also have an open house coming up that we're going to talk about. Yeah, they do. It
1: is uh, mid October. I don't remember the date offhand, um, but it's in the teens of October. Yes. But obviously, listen to our next podcast and we'll have the actual date for you and times. Um, but their open house is usually really cool too. So that's something I can't wait to talk to them about. See if they got something new for us to do this year. Because I've been the last few years and there's always just some you know, they add that one more little thing that mm-hmm. they didn't do the year before. That, that way, it's a little bit different. Or just something new to come out and look at every time. So awesome. All right. Well remember a locally grown apple a day keeps our community unique in every way and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.